Welcome back. It's Be Inspired. It's been a minute since I've done an interview, and I'm fired up to have Mr. Vili Toilolo here, uh, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. Good to be here, my friend. Yes. Uh, uh, we're ready to inspire some people, have a great conversation, and I am excited. So um, I asked you to be on. We are friends. We've been working together for a few years now. Oh my gosh. Um, since, really since the pandemic started. But Billy, I admire him because he is he's a serial entrepreneur. He's he's done many businesses. He's a husband. He's a father. He is a he's a sports dad. I mean, you guys might have seen if you follow him, please follow him uh, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, he he's always all over the country supporting his kids in sports. You know, he does amazing things. Um, and he was an employee. He migrated out of J-O-B. So I wanted him to share a little bit of that that story. But he wears a lot of hats. His wife never sleeps, for sure. Uh, she creates miracles. But he's, he's an extremely genuine, very authentic person. He's fun. He has an incredible sense of humor. He's the one. He's very similar to my husband always reminding me to keep it light and to have a good time instead of being so serious. So welcome. I'm excited to have you here, my friend. Thank you. And, and those of you who may or may not follow know that I, we, we truly look up to you. So it's such a blessing to work with you and work under you. You are a leadership. You are my mentor and a business partner. And it's just, I'm just excited to be here to see what we can chat about because we, we enjoy you. Yes. Well, th thank you. I mean, I, I really feel like we have an incredible partnership and we do all we can to to lift everyone up. And you inspire me in a lot of ways. So I'm really curious. And I, the reason why I thought of this topic was because I, I always talk about entrepreneurship and I interview different people. But you have a very unique case that I think a lot of people would want to hear this story. So you were I would love for you to share a little bit. How did you migrate out of the working world into entrepreneurship? What was maybe the last straw for you? Thank you. So about four to five years prior to uh, the departure from the nine to five, we had this huge meeting nationwide, and they basically told us that they were going to streamline. So the writing was on the wall that there were three of us uh, facilities managers that took care of the buildings on the island. And they told us we were going to trick it down to one in four to five years. So... I figured, well, if I'm not going to leave, they're probably going to excuse me. I was not the, the favorite. I won't, I won't go there. But we, those of us who've been in job settings, we know who's the favorite and who's not. Well, I was like a black sheep. So I already knew I better prepare to leave. Otherwise, I'm going to be excused. And um, it was it was an agreement at the end. But anyways, I, I, that's why I was preparing. So I would do a lot of different legit legal businesses. Uh, we had the only dollar store. Even now, till now, the only dollar store in our island, our, our side of the island, a lunch truck, which was pretty expensive, um, a kiosk at one of the biggest tourist attractions here, the Polynesian Cultural Center. It was like a snack kiosk, amongst other direct sales things that I was trying to do just to like make the exit, like you said, like the exit plan. They didn't always work out, which is why I'm so glad that we found Revolution Financial Management, WFG, because everybody needs this. Um, I'm not going to downplay other businesses that I did, uh, but it was depending on if you decided to improve yourself in that part of life, then it was a good fit for us as far as uh, those 
who we represent our clients. But looking around, and I'm not judging, even including ourselves, everyone needs financial help, whether it's to grow, protect, or save their money. And then you combine that with great leadership. That's what I was alluding to earlier in yourself and the other uh, senior marketing directors that we work with. And it's like a perfect fit. And, and that's why I'm just so grateful to be here. But that's that was my quick story of how he exited. It's interesting, though, because you saw the writing on the wall. I say that a lot, too, in regards to medicine. You know, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to have all the things that I wanted. And I started looking at how much was I going to pay in student loans and mortgage and food and gas and da 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 da. And I went through that and I went, that's not enough for the life that I want to lead. So for me, I, I wanted the education, but I came because I knew that being an entrepreneur was going to give me the ability to create the life that I wanted versus where I was, even though I was going to be well paid, you know? So it's, it's a journey for you. So why do you think it's so hard for people to step out of their job? Because you did something big. You left your job. You and, and you didn't talk about all the things that you've done, but like you've done real estate, you've done different businesses. But how did you make that that jump? And what do you think the what quality does it take to actually make that jump and go towards entrepreneurship and leave that the job behind? It's it's cool because. You can you can fill this whole space with this topic, and and in talking with you and and taking notes on on your journey, uh, it's it's amazing to think like man, this isn't enough. We need to do multiple streams of them. The place is not a good fit. So how? <laughs> so when I stepped away, I'm gonna tell you, 2019 was the toughest year of my life. I can smile and chuckle at it now, but I was not smiling back in 2019. It was very tough. Um, my plans weren't working. And though, oh, I had like four to five years. Okay, I'm going to leave. They weren't working as I thought. Um, business wasn't. I just, I, maybe I didn't do enough research. There were like, we talk about uh, five hurdles or obstacles. Uh, I didn't have someone to, to lean on as far as a mentorship. And maybe my business it wasn't the right fit or businesses. And so it was tough. When 2020 came around, everyone else was, like what I was doing whole 2020, sorry, 2019, which was stuck at home, really no work, no business going on. I'm like, welcome to my world. It was like, um, I was used to it, I should say. So you're like, now you see how I've been living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the how just happened, but I, I can't stress enough that it was such a blessing that a good friend of mine, Sean Hall, said, hey, I found this. And his story is pretty cool how he found it or it found him either way. And he introduced me to it. And then I was welcomed to the team from you and the rest. And I was like, this is what I needed because I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the workplace was, I mean, I had three bosses and one, two, three. The first one who hired me was the best. He ended up retiring. But the two after him, very bad things happened. Uh, I was getting accused of something. I wasn't the only one. I could feel the push, the one that I mentioned before. Like, mm -hmm. they're either going to push you out or you're going to leave you on your own accord. And so... It was uh, a very good fit. And my wife, who's who's actually in the room here, we resonated with people like you because you, you mentioned genuine. Gillian is the epitome of being genuine because she's so real. And this is my whole point. Sorry, this is a long answer. Is that we found out that we can actually benefit by helping others. Uh, I'm going to mess up the quote. Zig Ziglar said, if you want any goals or if you want to hit any achievement, you got to help others achieve their goals. And that's what I found here. So I'm so happy to be here. 
I know I said that wow. before, but well, that's awesome. Thank you. And, and what is it uh, like? Help enough people. You want to help yourself. Help enough people reach their goals. I think like that. Hit your goals. Help enough people hit their hit their goals. But you know, you've got a secret weapon behind you because you know you're you're on. So I guess I don't know. Is Laia considered North Shore? It is right. Yes. Okay. So you're on the the North Shore of uh, Oahu, right? Beautiful. I have to say though, during the pandemic, it, it must have been kind of nice to not have so many people on the island. <laughs> you know what I mean, like you know, go to the beach and you could enjoy it and it's peaceful and. You know, bad, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> be honest. Um, but you, you and Penny have this whatever it takes kind of mentality. Do you know what I mean? Uh, as long as it's legal and ethical, right? All of that. But what's what's your secret weapon, really? I'm so glad you you brought her up because it is Penny. Uh, I I I liken it to other sales positions or other jobs that I've seen. Like I'm, I don't work for Granger. I don't get any benefits from this. But I thought Granger has an inside person. Like behind the scenes in the office, and then yeah. the outside, and other businesses do this. Well, that's that's why it works with us because Benny is the behind the scenes. He doesn't need any credit. I'm more of the person in the in the camera. People think I, it's all it's all because of me, but that's the secret weapon. And and you you know because you okay. So those of you who may not know our story, Penny went and took the test um, for this business because of a billion. Yes, to support our family. She, she saw that she believed in what I was doing and in, in this business, but because she connected with Gillian and it's like, there's not too many people that can connect with Penny that way, that we flew out our island to make it happen. So, we, you know, put the resources in, flew out, off, off island, make it happen, she passed it. I'm not surprised in that, but she's, she's smart that way. And it was because of the leadership that we have here. I, I keep bringing it back to the leadership and the, the team and this business, because those three, there's a lot of good benefits, but those three are what are gonna keep us here. This is where we plan to play. So that's my secret weapon and I'm glad to be here. <laughs> She's amazing. I mean, I, she, she amazes me what she's able to create and what she's able to do. I mean, look, she's, first of all, she's absolutely drop dead gorgeous, okay? You guys have nine children. I. I have two children and I have a hard time keeping track of them. So at nine, I, I'm just, I'm amazed. Plus, she, she does so much in the community. You both do so much in the community, but she's, I, I, like I said, she doesn't sleep because she's able to create things out of thin air. And I'm absolutely blown away. You know, I, I couldn't do what I do without my husband supporting me and, you know, putting up with my crazy, you know, <laughs> but, but Penny's phenomenal. And um, she, she's Thank just, you. And, and I just want to point out, uh, if, if it, now that the secret's out, it's because uh, I see this in our leadership, but she doesn't do it for uh, glory or, hey, I helped you out, community. Can you guys help our business out? It, it's right. uh, without any, asking anything in return. And we know that. That's something that we all know. If you do something without asking, you're going to get blessed, whether it be from who you call God or from other people. So that's the secret. She just does it for, for contribution. She doesn't do yep. it for significance. She doesn't, you know, this the human needs, right? She she doesn't even she doesn't I don't even think she does it for love and connection. I just think she straight out just wants to contribute and and make an impact for people. And it, it is it's the purest form and selfless form of love that she can 
deliver. She's Thanks. just she's phenomenal. Um, Thanks, Kim. I'm going to reveal a little bit of human side of me. When I see that, sometimes, and she'll know where I'm going with this, sometimes I'm like, hey, oh, what about us? But the blessings that she gives other people as far as contributing, we, we get it back tenfold. But, you know, just the, the natural human mind, like, hey, you know, more inward, for her is more outward. So I'm still, yeah. even in the same time, still learning. <laughs> the distinction everybody loves, W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. You help others, you'll always be helpful. Okay, okay. That's true. That's true. You help enough people get what they want and you can get what you want. And oh, that's the, that's the saying. Um, so I have a question because you you guys have this 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 variety, if you will, like, you know, it, within like your social media posts, like you have social media following and you've been doing it for a long time consistently, right? Sometimes more, sometimes less, but you show a lot of fun and a lot of family and a lot of business and tips. And how did you come to develop that following? And how, how do you put together what you want to put out for people to see? Thank you. I can't take credit as a person and everybody can look it up. Years ago, when I was doing other direct sales, and his name is Ray Gigdon, and his whole pattern is just put the content out, help uh, impact someone's life for good. And eventually things will work out. So if you just keep doing it, and that's why I just took, I used to do more lives before, but I really like how the apps nowadays, namely TikTok, uh, you get to edit, put the captions. Because I know years ago, people were like, I can't even understand what he's saying. I wish there were captions. And now right. I'm, I'm, I use benefits <laughs> and, and graphics, picture, you know, stuff because I'm so, uh, I have such a short, uh, was it short term attention? Short <laughs> attention. <laughs> that i want to make my videos like you know like that so my point is i like the apps now versus live i i bore myself when i looked at my first life but i know you know this because you put out content as well the first ones it's funny to laugh at but you had to get through that in order to get where you're at today i mean look yeah. what you're doing today you inspire many fugees you inspire look her up you know, on thank you. Yeah. I, I i can't look at my old stuff i'm like oh it's like cringeworthy every time. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Stop talking. Stop. I have to stop. Stop talking. Too much, too much ums and likes. I can't. Um, no, but I understand. It does evolve over time and you get better. And you will still look in 10 years, you'll look back and go, what was I saying? Even at the time where I thought I was doing great, you know? <laughs> but it's, but, it's, but I know you I know you can attest to this. There are many people, even if it's just one person, but there are many people that come along the line and say, thank you for that. I really needed to hear that. And including myself, I remember watching stuff like, I really need to hear that today. So you're helping someone out there and it's there permanently unless you delete it. So it's it's good. I'd say, leave it up there. Leave all thank my you. mistakes and my kids running around in the background, I'm gonna leave it up there too. <laughs> but those are the best because they're real. Nobody's trying, you're not trying to, to fake, you know, look, hold on, let me put my dad post out. Like you're just, this is what I do. And so what, I, what I'm what i trying to get the picture of, and it's funny because I wanted to talk about your kids. That was my last question. But, you know, we juggle all of it, right? There, there's no, you don't get to, to turn the volume down on most things, right? It may just be, it, it may be temporary, like, you know, faith, family, business, philanthropy, what you contribute, all these things, like they're all, you know, running at some point in your life, but you don't necessarily 
you don't get to choose which one's going to need your attention at which time. So you just have to do it. Now, if you're like, I want to put a social media post out and your kids are in the background, like Ava's like on your, on your shoulder or Liv is running around or Thomas like shirtless, you just have to go with it because it's what it is, you know, sure. but that's real. And that's the beauty of social media. Cause a lot of times I think people think, Oh, my life's boring. I don't have anything beneficial to say. And sometimes when I'm getting ready to do a live, I'm like, who am I going to inspire right now? But you don't realize who is watching, you know, who is seeing your stuff, what day they're having or what message that they needed to hear that helped them push through one more day. And they're like, if that guy could do posts about business or sport or whatever, and his kids are climbing all over him, like I could do it too. You know, it's great. I love it because it's real. You know, so this is what my last question was, was how do you, how do you talk to your kids about the future and, and about creating success in their lives? I, I would actually like your input. Why? Because I've been obviously following you and I see how you, whether it's a post or even us chatting as a group or one-on-one, -on -one, I see how you interact with your children and I could actually improve on that. Why? Because it's more like, okay, everybody be quiet. Let me do this meeting. Only recently, so as you said, a few years, only recently have they been picking up on, oh, because I don't communicate well on that. So I can improve on that. How do you do it? I know I just turned it back on you, but oh, I good question. good question. Well, okay, so I'm you put me in the hot seat, which is a good thing. Um, I can be very impatient. I am not the most patient person, so I have a tendency to fly off the handle sometimes. You know, my my kids can make me crazy because I, you know, the 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 wrapper of something that I've told them five times to put away and throw out, it's still there. And then the towel that's wet from the pool on the floor, on the carpet in the hallway. And I'm like, I don't know how many times I'll have to tell you guys that mold and mildew will get in the carpet. And then, you, you know, you can see how this yep. can go. Right? Um, so I have all that. But what I try to do is I try to make sure that they, number one, I try to give them 10 minutes of, face-to-face, -face, eye contact, no phone, one-on-one -on -one every day. As, and it's not always easy, but I try to do it, whether it's like right before bed or in the morning or homework. Again, I'm not the most patient even with homework. I've had to work through it and like breathe, you know? <laughs> There's challenges too. I did a post the other day about deal dealing with your kids. Um, but the other thing is that I try when I have the opportunity to make sure that they know how much I love them. So I hug them a lot. If that's their need, like my older one, today's her birthday. Um, my, my older one, she is very lovey, huggy, emotional. So as much as I can, I touch her, I hug her, I give her kisses. I do all that I can. So she knows that I love her, but she's also going to know there's going to be time when she pisses me off, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to have to like say something about it, yes. but I try as much as I can. You know, I have like, I don't know, I think the little one and I were counting the number of nicknames that I have for her. We have so many and it's because we were in the store and I call her Boo, right? And I always say, hey, Boo, hey, Boo, we're at the store and it's Halloween, so all this stuff is out. And I was like, look, what does that pillow say? And she's still, we're still having a hard time with reading. And she was like, hey, hey. I was like, says, hey, Boo. She was like, oh, that's me. So like making those little connections so that they know that we're bonded, 
because then there's going to be these other times where I'm like, this is not okay. You know what I mean? So that, and then I talk to them about, I want them to see also as I work hard, right? Because they, like you said, your kids are starting to understand more. You're on a Zoom. It's part of business. It's what you're doing. When the pandemic first started, I was like, I don't, 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 don't come here. I don't want anybody to see you. I don't, da, da, da. now I'm like, this is part of my life. And I want them to feel like they can be included because success means nothing without them. You know? That's the best thing I would say this whole time. Success means nothing without them. So that that's what I do, you know, and I, I, you know, and a lot of people talk about affirmations, having your kids do affirmations. I'm not that consistent with those, but they do hear me. Ariel, the younger one, she hears me on Zooms when I'm talking to people and some of the stuff that I'm saying, you don't realize that they're listening, you know, and they catch a lot of it. So you don't necessarily need to tell them so much, but they need to see you live it. Definitely. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I had to explain the, the whole switch, right? It was around the pandemic and all they see me is on the phone or the computer and that's it. So the older ones, at least traditionally, they're like, so dad usually leaves in the morning and <laughs> comes in the afternoon. Yeah. What is, he, what is he doing now? So I had to explain to them that this is actual work. And, and, and to a few friends, I know that you may remember this, Gillian, that I have a few friends who are like, well, if you're not swinging a hammer, you're not working. This is actually more exhausting than when I was doing construction on the side or, you know, with the fix and flips or when I was out there working with a hard hat or whatever, whatever have you. This is more exhausting because <laughs> I am beat when it's like the other day I had my first two. And thank you and, and Joel for helping me with my, my training appointments while I was a field trainer. I was beat afterwards. I was exhausted. I was like, man, I felt like I just. Ran three miles straight is like because <laughs> of the what what's going on here and making sure and and I know we had a little laugh afterwards because you're like I can tell you're nervous but I was like I was very nervous I'm so used to just sitting in the background like yes everything they say is true go for it <laughs> and then having to to run the conversation but yes I I had to explain to the children that this is real work and the results that they see from what I'm able to do from the compensation or the blessings I just tied them together like oh. So you can work you can work this way too, kids <laughs> or friends. My background changed. Let me see. Hold on. I think I'm still on, but oh maybe her reception. What we'll do as well, because she's uh not on. We'll end it here. Thank you everybody for joining. And uh I appreciate Gillian for this opportunity. Either the reception cut out or her computer died or so I don't know what it is, but I'm here all alone on this and this is her show. So thank you all. Hope you benefited somehow. Hope we're able to add value to your lives in some way. And once again, look up at GG Inspire on all of the social media platforms. Everyone stay blessed. God bless and aloha. <laughs>